welcome to the Phoenix Nest, the podcast where bad bitches read romance. I'm Jess. And I'm Kat. And we're here today with our friend Alex. Howdy. Hi. <laughs> uh, today, uh, we're going to do something a little bit different. We do have a guest and we are not going to be reviewing a book. We're going to be reviewing a movie. Um, we just finished it. We are going to be talking about Twilight. First of all, are we qualified to be reviewing movies? No. Are we qualified to be reviewing books is the real question. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm qualified. I don't know about you. I'm not qualified. For <laughs> shit. Um, um, Alex is more qualified than we are. Yeah. Uh, as I mentioned on our last recording, he's joining us uh, not just as our friend, but as a fellow podcaster. He's got his own podcast with another friend. Um, do you want to tell us anything about that? Get like a free plug to the romance community? I'll plug it, but we're on, <laughs> we're on hiatus right now. That's okay. okay. There's That's still right. like stuff out there. Yeah. Yes, yes. It's a uh, insert beer here. Okay, what do you guys do? We watch movies and we drink and it's all unfiltered and we uh, give our thoughts to the movies. It's pretty funny. But I'm also like a huge movie buff too. Yeah. So it kind of works out. Andrew, Andrew's there. Andrew's just there. <laughs> but I love him. Um, That's kind of how ours is. Um, Cat is the one who does most of the talking most of the time, and I'm just here. That is untrue. <laughs> the last I've episode. been listening to our past episodes, and you, I think, out-talked both me and Bethany in the earlier podcast yeah, episodes. probably true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, ours just kind of started out because Andrew had never seen a lot of classic movies, so he had never seen Predator or... Um, Alien or Scream or any of those movies, so it's like yeah, he, he he has now, okay. but but it, it was <laughs> one of those. I think we were just watching a movie and we we're just hanging out and just the way we were talking, we just kept making each other laugh. Okay, and he's just like, let's record this. I'm like, okay, and so but pandemic happened last year. He was also traveling for work, and then he's had a baby since then with his wife Katie. Shout out to Katie. Um, and he's just been really busy, so we're just kind of on hold right now until we can do more. But we've got some things out there, and it's uh, very unprofessional, and I love it. Unprofessionalism, man. That's how we are here, too. That's okay. Um, before we actually get into rating and reviewing, we're not even going to rate it. We're just going to review it. Um, before we get into reviewing the movie, we're going to head, go ahead and give you all of our social media stuff. So remember to rate and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform and follow us on our social media. You can find us at the PHX Nest Pod on Instagram and PHX Pod on Twitter. You can also email us at the Phoenix Nest Pod at gmail.com. The links to all of our social media can be found in the description along with the link to our Goodreads and our favorite independent bookstore, mostly books and if you hear that fucking cricket welcome to my life it never goes away i can't kill it um cat yes would you like to uh do the synopsis <laughs> even though we're not reading one today um so even though we're not reading there's nothing for me to really uh read blurb wise to you unless there's something on the dvd case because <laughs> we yeah we watched a dvd today <laughs> Um, but basically, we've got young Bella Swan, who has moved from sunny, hot Phoenix, Arizona, to uh, <laughs> Forks, Washington, where it is not sunny. Or like, hot. ever. And it's rainy all the time. But she's moved there to live with her father, Charlie, and ends up falling in love with a vampire named Edward. And through that relationship... Meets other vampires who have now, like, accepted her as part of their family, which is weird. And uh, they save her from being murdered by a vampire who's also a tracker. So. Yeah, I think that's I it. think that's, like, the bare bones version of what I can say. Um, it is the first in a very long series. Um, and Would it's you call it long, though? Because there's only five movies. We just had this conversation with Alex about how there's... Nine Fast and the Furious movies. I think it's long for what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Like, Harry Potter, I could read all day, and that's, like, 800-page books from, like, book four, right? Yeah. This is, like, starting a 300-something page book, right? The very first one? It's 400-and-some pages. Yeah, so that's, like, a big chunk of, like, time Because I just to give. It. Yeah. I refuse to read it. 
<laughs> to update myself. Um, Alex, did you read it at all? Uh, no. <laughs> so Alex is just here for the movie content, not the reading. So, um, and that's totally fine because it's not. It's just not. It's, good. it's not. Um, this is your second time watching it. Yeah, and I think I paid attention a little bit more this time. Cool, because the first time you definitely did not. I, th- I think the first time you fell asleep. Yeah. If I remember correctly. I did. Most definitely. On my mom's couch, just pass the fuck out. Why were we over there? I don't fully remember. I just remember that were a bunch of us- Were you sad or something? Probably. No, it was a Valentine's Day thing. Oh. We were all single. We were- That's <laughs> what it was. It was Valentine's Day. Oh, we were all no. single. And we decided to have- Back a- in our Target days. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, and I think- there were other people there, no, right? No, there was like five or six of us. Yeah. Okay, was, I'm not crazy then. A couple former friends who do we don't speak to anymore. Who were also single, correct? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Bits and pieces of this are coming back. I know it's at your mom's. Oh, God. I'm so sorry, Mom. That we made I don't think this. she minded. I don't no, remember, she didn't. I don't even remember why I went. I think we convinced you. Yeah, just to hang out and whatever. And I was like, yeah, I got nothing else better to do. And How many? Did we only watch the one movie or did we watch you all watched of them? Three, Not all of them. I think you, we watched three of them. You watched three of them at least. Because I remember the third one. <laughs> at <laughs> least. I just remember you falling asleep at some point. Yeah. And then I think I woke up for the third one. And I was like, oh, what's, oh Muse is playing. Okay. <laughs> that, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So this was back before Breaking Dawn Part 1 and 2 came out then. Yeah. I think oh, Eclipse, Eclipse had probably just come out on DVD. Because it, yeah. it ended. It ended. And I'm like, that's the ending? And you guys yeah. are like, yeah. And I'm like, that's no. <laughs> that's dumb. That's so stupid. Because it was a clip. You guys knew what was going on because of the books. And I'm just like, movie-wise, I'm like, uh. Okay, so then you watch these films. I'm going to say films loosely because I know you haven't watched all of them. And you weren't conscious for most of them. Um, so you avoided the books all together. Yeah. Okay. okay. And that's probably okay. Not, because not my thing. There was like a huge frenzy surrounding this. Mm-hmm. It was right in the middle of Harry Potter movie craze. God, yeah. Was when Twilight became like a thing and then turned into a movie thing. Mm-hmm. Well, when did Hunger Games come out then? This after. Is after. It was right around it the same time. It would have been time. like slightly after this. I've because read- also then Divergent. That's right. There was like a whole series of like apocalyptic bullshit YA stuff that came Mm -hmm. out, and it was all like, "Here's the book," and then a year later, "Here's the movie," and it was all it's all bad. Yeah, because then you also like City of of Ember and stuff like that. Yeah, by the time the Hunger Games movies came out, though, that series was done, if I remember correctly. I just know, and I've read those. Oh, you have? Yeah, yeah. I blitzed those pro quickly. They're They're so so short. It's like really, and that has a new one out too. It does. But I haven't read it. And I'm I need to probably because I think the kids last about it. But this has been like a frenzy thing there. A lot of like the midnight release type stuff has been a really big deal. I remember a that. lot of like cosplayers. Yeah, a lot of release. weird cosplay. A lot of collectibles. Uh-huh. Um, like posters and pins and like that kind of stuff. I distinctly remember being given a birthday card with Edward Cullen on it. Was it from me? No, it was from my <laughs> grandmother, which okay. is what makes it funnier. Um, my aunt is super into uh, Twilight stuff, and she does collect the Twilight things. So, like, book, she has all the books, all the movies. I think she's got, like, posters. Do you remember pins. when the Barbies came out? No. I, I, oh, okay, that. so, so we'll jump into, like, what, how we felt about the book versus what we feel about the movie but like when i first read the book i would have been like in my early teens and i really liked it because uh when you're 14 this is like super romantic okay that's fair but now that i'm older i'm like oh it's so cringy (laughs) i read these oh god the the twilight 2008 it had to have been which is when i graduated from high school my kid was two when it came out Oh, God. When the movie was coming out. And I remember someone saying, hey, this movie is something that you'd really like. And I was like, okay, whatever. It's vampire. And I, <laughs> I watched the trailer and I was like, okay, maybe. And then found out that it was a book series and ended up at Bookman's where I remember my ex-husband asking if they had the Twilight books. And they're like, no, but if you hang around long enough, a set will come in. 
And not even 30 minutes after we asked, a set came in. It was missing the second book. So we had to go to Borders. That's how long ago this was. Borders was still a thing. And I picked up the second book. And I think I read the first one in the first night. Like, I just straight through. So that is something that I'll give these books, is it is a really easy read. Part mm-hmm. Partly because... The writing um, is simplistic. The writing is very simple, and partly because the plot is very simple. Like, this is something that you could give to, like, a sixth grader, and they'll mm-hmm. be fine, versus, like, an adult, and they'd definitely be fine. Like, there's, there's pretty much a really open, like, audience. It's got a very wide audience. And in regards to that's like the fine. Books. It's people who like vampires, people who like werewolves, people who like weird romance stories. Unless, like, unless you're Alex and it's it's not Underworld. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just never going to measure well, those up. Those movies aren't that good either, but still. But so, are they better than Twilight? Yes. Okay. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so I have to ask Kat, how far down the rabbit hole did you fall as a teenager? Did you um, fall as far as I did? That's the question. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely read all the books because I can specifically remember, like, my mom read them along with me. Okay. Right? My mom did, too. Um, we... For other reasons. Because she thought Edward was sexy. <laughs> I don't remember what oh, it was. Okay. Um, but I think after they started making the movies, and because, like, as as we were talking about earlier before we started recording... The end books for this are really, really weird. Mm-hmm. And I think it kind of lost me. Like, I still read it because I wanted to finish the series, right? But the movies are just, like, really poorly done, which is part of why we pick this. Not because it's necessarily, like, a classic bad romance, like what we just recorded about, Ugh, which was book. really bad. I'm still mad about but, it. But, like, the the transition from a book to a movie, the quality is really weird. And we talked a lot about what that means because it's dependent on the author. Yeah. Um, I fell hard, hard into Twilight. Mm-hmm. I think at that time my marriage was failing, so I needed some kind of escape. Um, and you chose Twilight? We're getting real deep. I chose Twilight. Oh, no. Because um, it it, I had read it right around the time when it was starting to go bad. So it was like, oh my god, look, there is love. It's fucking gaslighting and manipulation and not real. Just an FYI. Oh, that's <laughs> kind not of, real? <laughs> kind of like my marriage was. Um, oh no. <laughs> it was bad. Wow. But I fell hard. I'm like, I had all the movies. I have mostly special editions too, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. You can't see them. But the DVD that's up there right now, that's, like, the special edition, like, four-disc. All right. Yeah. All right. Oh, it's bad. That's, like, way more commitment. I remember going into work when I was working at Target when one of the movies came out. I went in an hour before I needed to clock in to buy the movie. Okay, but, like, that's, like, a normal thing people do. Like, Like, I know for sure Alex does that for things. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Alex is like it's tune in Tuesday bitches let's go back then yeah yeah, yeah was, oh god yeah cause I'd always buy them during lunch or whatever yeah just to make sure I'd have a copy of it yeah Twilight was one of those you had to get there like right at open otherwise it wasn't gonna be there oh yeah I remember, I remember lines yeah being out there you know not like long lines but there'd be like you know 20 people and... shit that was back when you were still in electronics wasn't it running around in that area I can remember no, that. No, I was yeah. in receiving by then. Were so, you in receiving by then? So I'd go in like at 7 a.m. Oh, that's right, yeah. But and I can remember only having like eight copies of a movie and yeah. people being furious that we were out. And I'd be like, they only sent us like eight. Like, sorry. Yeah. That's all they gave Blech. us. And I got one of them, bitches. I remember the books, too, because those boxes were very heavy. Yeah. And we'd get like about 20 copies of like a book. <laughs> of a single book. And so and it would sell and really just, fast. In the one box, though. Yeah. And like, usually Fridays, I remember, were hectic just because like I'd have like 60 of these. And you guys were like, oh, yeah, they're all, all going to sell out. And I'm like. Put them all out. Put them all out. That's when Flex. I realized how uh, big a deal this thing was. It was big. It was big. I got so into it that I was like reading fan fiction. Oh, I fell hard into that fanfic. How much fanfiction oh is God. there? So fucking much. Well, Fifty, 50 Shades, Shades right? yeah. That's Fifty fanfiction. Shades was published as fanfiction. Um, Alice Clayton had her Wallbanger book. That's 
Twilight fanfiction. Which fiction. is arguably better than Fifty Shades. I read it when it was still fanfiction. And it's better. It's it was, it's still one of my favorites. It's, it's on way my better. shelf. And it's way less creepy. Um, Christina Lauren started out as fanfiction. Um, that started out as uh, something called The Office, if I remember correctly. Um, now it's Beautiful Bastard. Um, there's a couple others. I think there's a book called Emancipation Proclamation. That was fan fiction. I read that one too. It's not great. Don't read it. Um, it doesn't sound good. No, it, it was awful. No. I think it's a mafia romance is what they're calling it now. Yeah. That's a thing? That's a thing. Mafia yeah. romance is a thing. Um, huh. So there's... Tommy Gunn. Right. You can find a lot of fan fiction. In fact, there was a website called twilighted.net. Dot net. Dot net. Wow. wow. It is a black screen with red roses on the side, and the writing, the text is in red as well. And it that is, sounds awful. It is atrocious to try to read on, but that's where a lot of fan fiction went. Are you looking up twilighted.net right now? Maybe. Please <laughs> tell me you are. I checked it a couple months ago. It is still live. Last oh, I knew. Lord. You can still find fan fiction on there. You cannot find Christina Lawrence fan fiction on there, unfortunately. It's gone. What what what's up with hers? Theirs. Um their writing duo, they're published now. They're like actual authors. They're like actual legit authors. Like through a publishing house. Yes. Okay. I think one of the problems with Twilight, like, in general, is that it goes through, like, these waves of popularity. Like, it'll have, like, a slight surge. It's not up anymore? Oh, no. no. It was up a couple months ago. <gasps> at least at least it's not coming up on my phone. Oh, I'm going to have to pull it up. Go ahead, Kat. Continue on. <laughs> it goes through, like, a surge of popularity every once in a while. Like, this release of Midnight Sun that we had been discussing over our last couple of podcast episodes... Um, was something that, first of all, came super late. Twilight. Oh, just found it. Twilighted.net, everybody. There we go. Oh, Twilighted. Twilighted. Ugh. My bad. That's on me. There you all go. All bad. All bad. Do you see that atrocious black and red? The layout is really bad. Oh, the, it's a .net. Of course it's really bad. But it's just bad. Does this remind you of GeoCities? I don't know what that is. Oh, shit. Am I old? too old? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, my God. You're right. I told you. It's terrible. Mm. I bet you I can scroll through this and I can almost it's guarantee so you. This, re- this reminds me of the way like a MySpace like page was. Oh, yeah. Like, you're like oh. oh, hey, I want to customize my background. It needs a song. <gasps> oh, shit, it does. Look at this. It is in, like, still got ads on it. Oh, man, if only I knew my login information. Oh no, Jessica, stop there. <laughs> it's if, getting worse. If I'm going to read Twilight fanfiction, I'm going to do it on AO3 like a normal human being. But I'm not going to. Or fanfic.net. Fanfiction.net was another site. AO3 didn't exist in my day. Okay, so what I was saying. Live journal. <laughs> was <laughs> that popu- like the popularity of Twilight and Twilight stuff like comes up every once in a while. Like there's definitely like a a like general audience that mm-hmm. is always into Twilight, which is fine. Yeah. But then every once in a while there's like this this like I don't even know, like a spike in sudden popularity. And it's when like kids find the Twilight books, they're like, oh my god, Twilight stuff, right? Which is happening now. What I think with is the new release. Funny is that those kids are their parents are like my age. Yeah. Which means they're getting their books from their mom and dad's shelf. Yeah, definitely. Like, if my But it won't last is the problem. Like, no. it's popular and people will buy new copies and stuff. So, like, it inflates Stephanie Meyer's, like, pocketbook a little bit. But it's not, like, staying power like we see with, like, any kind of Harry Potter or even, like, Percy Jackson Disney kind of stuff. Oh, fuck yeah. Marvel. Um, yeah, like, any that kind franchises. of stuff has a lot of staying power, especially... If we wanted to go, like, back really, really far, like, Star Wars, Star Trek mm-hmm. kind of kind of feel where you have, like, people who are completely dedicated. So there's still that group of people that exist. But in general, it's, like, red, popular, forgotten. And it's, like, continually like that. Well, and I think it just had a spike because of the release of Midnight Sun. I know I said that, Jessica. <laughs> it, it's just, I'm so glad we didn't read it first off. Yeah. Ugh. We didn't make you read that. You're welcome. Um, we read the first, the beginning of Midnight Sun, Alex, 
And um, it's supposed to be what we just watched, but from Edward's perspective. Oh. And it's the most god-awful, boring, droll we've she- ever read. And I read Ayn Rand. Ugh. And I thought that would be the end of me. Or Charles Dickens. Nope. This is much worse. Cat got like 70-ish pages. I only got to like 40. Yeah. Before I was like, he hates the world. <laughs> it's just like torturous. Torturous. So that like, it's the, like I was saying to Cat. I had texted her one night while reading it. I said, Bella has no thoughts. Bella's very no thoughts, head empty. Whereas Edward has too many thoughts. Part of me not wanting to read Midnight Sun too, though, was just I didn't want to buy a book that would give Stephanie Myers money. She doesn't need any more. And technically her money would go to the Mormon church anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so like I have I have like moral issues with that one. Alex's face when I said that was hysterical. Love yeah. Me. So they get like at least ten percent of whatever your salary is. Yeah. And considering she sold a million copies of Midnight Sun bullshit in its first week yeah of being released she's doing fine the mormon church is doing just fine guys <laughs> they're doing great yeah 10 percent of like a billion dollars is a lot of money i didn't so. check to see how many copies have been sold worldwide and all that shit i didn't want to go into that today but it's a lot it I is know that but all that money did not make for a good movie so let's get into let's it. just jump right in um, lots of nostalgia. So much nostalgia. We feel bad for Anna Kendrick, but she's the, like, only one that survived this movie. Yeah. Wait, how long has it been since you two had seen that movie? Okay. Oh, God. Probably since okay, so the, the okay. time we no. saw it at Jessica's. No, um, mine is a lot sooner than that. Why? Why? Okay, so... When I am having a very bad, stressful day, I have a couple comfort movies, and it can go one of two ways. Do I want weird, awful movie that's kind of depressing and sad? Not really sad in the way that you would think. I watch Twilight, because it's sad that those are those people's lives now. Or do I want things to blow up? Because if I want things to blow up, then I'm going to watch Captain America the Winter Soldier. That's a good movie. Fucking great movie. I don't know why you, like... I have weird comfort films. Yeah, especially because one of those sounds like torturous shit. Captain America, obviously. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Rude. <sighs> so, no, I've, I've watched it fairly recently. In fact, when I pulled that DVD out today before y'all got here, I had to take the Breaking Dawn Part 2 DVD out of the DVD player. So, so all the movies are your comfort movie? They're not necessarily or the a series comfort. Itself. Yeah, it's not necessarily like a comfort. It's more like a nostalgia. It makes me feel happiness again because I remember being very happy at that time. Okay. God, that's so fucking sad to say. Um, so, <laughs> oh my God. That's kind of what it is. It's, it's like, here was a time when you were really happy and you really enjoyed life. So I'll watch those movies. So when I was hella depressed earlier this year, I very distinctly remember laying on that couch for two days doing nothing but watching Twilight for two days. And then I followed it up with Captain America, the Winter Soldier. So then for you, it's been longer. It's been longer. I, if I watched it any more than the like 10 years ago that we watched it with you guys Mm -hmm. at your mom's house. It would have had to have been, like, my students fought for it for, like, a oh, movie day God. or something. Um, usually, unless I really love a movie, I don't go back to it. No? No. Like, it's really? very rare. Yeah. Like, when I was little, sure. Like, we would watch the same things a lot. Um, okay. Like, my nephew loves Moana, and we watch that, like, every single day. Okay, but your nephew but, like, is I a precious don't. baby angel. <laughs> He's perfect. And we will watch he Moana He did art all day. this week, and he got to go look at plants. <laughs> that, that bath video you sent me last night was probably the funniest thing I've ever seen. I've been laughing at his little rubber duck. Oh, my God. It's it was so the best. Um, but, yeah, I don't know what that is or what that says about me. Like, I'll watch movies if other people are watching movies. Um, but once I've seen a movie, I don't generally go back to it. You're also not a big rereader either. No. Um, I think that's mostly because once I read something, if I liked it, 
I'm good. Like, I can remember everything about it. And if I didn't like it, I can still remember a lot of it, but I'd rather not pick it up again. Except for that time you thought Bittersweet Rain was done by Nora Roberts. I was convinced. I was convinced it was Nora Roberts because that was, like, one of the biggest names in romance when I was younger, and she still kind of is. We're still sorry, and please don't sue us. Thank you. For thinking you wrote that crap. (laughs) (laughs) But... Yeah, that's part of the problem, too, is if I don't like it, I don't pick it up again, so I never know what it is. And we know Alex is a big rewatcher. How many times have you seen the Fast and the Furious movies? Oh, those I don't have watched. I usually watch them with people who have never seen them. Really? You yes. don't just like, it's not like your comfort? No. Do you have a comfort movie? Uh, I don't think so. Am I the only one that comes home and is like, I have to watch Twilight. But I do you think it says something more about mental health? Because like when... <laughs> My like, mental health is fucked. <laughs> no, but like you've seen the thing where it's like people who obsessively watch the same TV show, usually that's like their comfort thing. So maybe yours isn't a TV show. No, yours is a movie. It's definitely a movie. It's definitely Instead a movie. Instead of that. So like the comfort thing for your mental health is something very familiar and happy, like what you're saying. So like if I... Like I would say I continually watch like shows over and over but i'll fall out of that pattern really easily like i don't have to do it yeah no. so like i'll watch things like bob's burgers or brooklyn 99 or the office or you know like that kind of stuff yeah that's like silly stuff but i don't have to watch it every single day are you re- i barely turn on a tv i was gonna say are you watching or you just have it in the background oh that's a good point that's background noise if i'm too. sick and stuck in bed i'll watch it if yeah. i'm doing literally anything else it's just background noise background noise I can put on music and have the same effect. I cleaned the entire apartment yesterday, and the background noise was Black Panther. Ugh, I just want Bob Burgers as my background noise all the time. I mean, it's the best ever, so I don't blame you. It makes me laugh. There was one movie like a while ago. When I was younger, I think I had The Lord of the Rings playing in the background, and I was sick. And that was just because I wanted background noise, and yes. I had the extended cut, so it was longer. Oh, like a six-hour movie. Jesus. So, but I was sick, and I was just, I'd like, I remember watching the beginning, falling asleep, waking up, I see credits, I'm like, oh, okay, restart the DVD again, and then fall back asleep because of my night quill or whatever. I will say I also don't go watch movies very often. You like, don't. even pre-pandemic, like, Alex knows this for sure, because we have, like, a yep. list of movies I've never seen, and he was like, how have you never seen this? I'm like, I don't know, I just don't go to the movies. And... So I just don't watch things that everyone else has made the effort to go to the mall or like to a theater and watch it. Alex will text me or when we have garage night and be like, oh my God, did you see Baby Driver? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have that conversation. Um, Speaking of, I just found a $50 gift card to Roadhouse. So we're going to have to use that, obviously. So fuck yes. Yeah. I I, I don't know. I rewatch movies, but like it, it depends. It like right now... I own the Matrix movies, but it's on HBO right now. And oh, I'm so you don't like, need to bust them out. So I don't need to bust them out and put them in my Blu-ray player. But like, I was watching them again. And I was like, yeah, these movies are still good. But you know, okay, okay. But then, like, a lot of movie rewatches that I do is with people who have never seen movies. Okay. Yeah, we'll have like a whole day where we watch like two or three movies with other friends. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll invite. Like last time was at Chelsea's when we invited Mitch and we had pizza. Yes. What movie were we watching? It was one that I hadn't seen. There was one I had seen, but Mitch hadn't, and then one I hadn't seen, but they both wanted to rewatch. No, that was uh, no. I remember uh, it wasn't Chelsea's house. It was um, no. There was a cat. Yeah, Lauren's. Laura's. <laughs> oh, Laura's house. There was a cat. Uh, we watched. Um, I can't keep all the cats. We watched. Straight. It was the DC movies. Uh, was it Batman? Was it Justice League? It was Justice League and something else. I still haven't seen Justice League. Don't. Was it a Superman one? Don't at you. I don't blame you. I prefer you'd see the Zack Snyder cut. That's a whole other podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's a insert beer here. Join us when they come back from hiatus. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So it sounds like that based on our viewing today... Only Jessica will be keeping this as her comfort movie. Is Which that is true? fine, though. That's yeah, totally like that's no, there's nothing wrong with that. We're yeah. not making fun of you. Because I was like, like watching movies for nostalgia reasons. I, I'm not going to lie to you. When Disney Plus came out, first thing I two things. First thing I watched one was Darkwing Duck. Fuck yeah. And then the second thing was The Lion King. Even though Again, I fuck even yeah. though I own that on Blu-ray. Like also, they also just. I remember I bought those movie movies, up. and you ring me out, and because I, I had that and like some other movie. Oh, and it was then, me that did it, didn't it? And you were laughing because, like, I proudly had Lion King on top. That was when they pulled it back out of the vault and put it on, like, Blu-ray. Yes. It was, like, their 20th. You brought it to the jewelry counter. 
Yep. And oh, slid gosh. it across the little glass. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, I love how you have this other movie, but you you have Lion King up from Problem. Like, exactly. I can't say shit because but, Aladdin is my go-to. But like I said, like it can also be Twilight's your nostalgia. I think, also. I think too, that I don't believe in guilty pleasures. So, you know, people are like, that's my guilty pleasure. Yeah. You shouldn't feel guilty if it makes you happy. So that's kind of how I feel about it. Okay. Um. So let's actually talk about the fucking movie. Now that we've talked about literally everything else about rewatching. Alex, upon <laughs> your second viewing, how did you feel? Was there a difference between the first one and the second one? Or do you still hate everything about it? Um... And you can be honest. I'm not going to be sad. Okay. Well, how bash on it? Well, I bash on Fast and Furious all the time because it's hilarious to bash okay, on it. There's nine films. There doesn't need to be nine. Are they going to go to space at some point? They did go to space. You've got to be fucking shitting me. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Didn't know that. Regardless. Um. Okay. Well, how how do you want me to look at this? So let's compare the first time you watched it to today. Can you remember that far back? It's been like ten years. It's been longer than that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, when you were better so than So back then, I didn't care to watch it. Okay. You were there solely because we all convinced you to go. Yes. Um, watching it right now, I'm uh, just because I was asking actual legitimate questions this time. You like, were. Oh, are those, are they bad? Are they are they good? How do they change? How it, does that work? So, well, I think that was more of us talking about vampire lore at that point. Yeah, from what we have perceived. <laughs> from a, from a movie standpoint, it's not great. No, you kept commenting on how things were shot. Yes, uh, it, but it makes sense though when you told me the budget that the director had to work with and stuff. Like I looked it up, forty-four days shot with like, a, like a forty million dollar budget, something something minuscule. So, so I understand why she did, why she shot the movie in certain ways. I totally get it. You know, you know what? She worked with what she had. The acting was horrible. <laughs> Definitely. The dialogue was bad, and you got is that how they talk in the books? Yes. Which I think is probably why it only took them 44 days or like whichever led to the other. Like it would be a lot easier to not write a script if you can just shove a whole book in someone's face. Yeah. Like we're doing this exact it's, thing. Well, you had asked too about the dialogue. You're like, is this like how, why is this so bad? And I said, it's because it's nearly verbatim to the book. Yeah. Like there was a couple scenes in there where I could have grabbed the book and pointed you directly to the page and been like, here's all the lines. I think that are you said happen. a line right before they said. I don't know if it's just I said you a line. I said a line before they said it multiple times. Yeah. Because I've watched And it sometimes that's really cool in a movie. Like if it's something like the Star Wars thing or like something that has come from like a graphic novel or something, you want to hear that line. And then they put in that, like, one line, and you're like, yes, that's perfect. Avengers, when Captain America kept saying, Avengers, and they would never finish it, and then they finally did an endgame, and the whole theater screamed. Yeah, so, like, that kind of stuff is, like, you want it. You want it to be the thing. And this was the thing all the way through. And it's proof of why you should not do that. I think with this one, though, the one line that we, as fans, that we really wanted as a fan was, and so the lion fell in in love with the lamb. Even if it had been like a voiceover to music or something, yeah, that would make sense. But it was said so often, it was like referred to so often in the series mm-hmm. that it didn't make sense that it wasn't in there. It's like this weird, like iconic okay. scene that they used in literally all of their trailers, all of their advertising that I can remember. And then they like didn't put the thing, like even on posters, they could have put that. Which and one? And they didn't. What the, the so, yeah the line in that's the lamb. in the movie no 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 but like oh. why was it not why was it not more prevalent yeah it should have been utilized like way more like when you see like what were you talking about Black Panther earlier we were talking about Black Panther like you automatically assume that there's gonna be like specific things that go with it and it's all like Wakanda shit right yeah. and this didn't have that like they didn't understand what they had. I it's, think. Well, it's like they, so with like Marvel, if we go And they back weren't to allowed that, to be sexy. No, because they're Mormons. Um, Which explains a lot. Explains everything. Oh, the clothing yeah. choices. 
Anna Kendrick's character is the only one who has her tits out the whole film. And it's funny because it's not even, like, that bad because she's no. still wearing, like, double tank tops. Right. <laughs> or, like, a tank top under a dress that's, like, a sketch. The most quintessential 2008's fashion. Is Anna so Kendrick in that movie. The entirety of it is Anna Kendrick. She, I think, collars. saves the movie um, in well, a weird way. I think way. my other big issue with that movie is how they were trying to portray... Well, I guess any other movie would do that, too. But just the way, like, the high school kids were. And I'm like, I don't... We I know, I know I've been out of high school for like, you know, 10 years, but I don't remember talking or acting that way. I think that the best thing about watching this movie today with you guys is that we kept saying I was not like that in high school. That's not how high schoolers act. And Kat is a literal teacher of students <laughs> going into high school. She knows more than anybody would. It's just the way that they... I, I... <laughs> All right. Here's what I remember from that movie, okay? <laughs> no, okay. Let me backtrack a bit. First time I saw anything in that movie was the trailer. Uh-huh. I was in the theater watching some of that movie came. I had never heard of Twilight whatsoever. They showed the trailer. <laughs> so and you're I'm not just excited like, like all the girls were. So, all screaming, oh my god, Twilight. I, you know, I could hear some people like behind me like, oh yeah. like, like, well, like that. And so when they showed the trailer, I did not think young adult anything. But then again, I don't know what my headspace was back then. And I was like, oh cool, another vampire movie. That sounds interesting. And then when I kind of found out through you guys and stuff what it was, I'm like, ah, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> this is another watch- vampire now- I want. Yeah. Now watching the movie right now, alright? I-, I can make fun of the dialogue. I can make fun of the, the-, the sparkliness. I get it. <laughs> he's, a- yeah. he's, a- he's a foil Pokemon card. He's a holographic foil Pokemon. He's beautiful. Um, <laughs> it's the skin of a killer, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> My VMAX. <laughs> the, the way that the director shots certain things, I can I can understand from a budget standpoint. Mm-hmm. But the movie's just not good. It's not It just good. didn't hold up well compared to the book. But, but I can also make arguments against that, too, because they made a movie, they made the Ender's Game movie. The oh. book is fantastic. The movie is not. The movie makes yeah. me so angry. Uh, we have like that, you know, the like neutral, like chaos mm-hmm. squared. That's what we need to make for book to movies. <gasps> because oh Ender's Game, like book to movie, book great, movie awful. Like a pundit square for movies. Yeah. Well, that movie should have been two, in my opinion. They tried, and it they should tried have to cram, been more accurate. They tried to cram too much into an hour and a half in that movie. It was so bad. Whereas this one, they crammed the entire book and then tried to cram more into it. How long it. was this movie? Two hours and two minutes. Looked, okay, do you think if they gave the movie like another half hour, it would have been better? I think if they took another half hour off of it, it would have been better. Oh, oh interesting. Because right. it didn't. Okay. There were so many scenes that were just too stylistically shot that could have been cut. They could oh, have anything where you're rotating too much so or zooming yeah. too yeah. much, I don't think is necessary to get your point across. It's like Alex said; they spent half of their budget on <laughs> helicoptering them up into a fucking tree. <laughs> a I can see that. Would not surprise me. Because <laughs> that's that's a scene that happens. Um, but watching this movie, I'm still trying to, like, I don't know. You know what? It was good enough to make four more movies. Does it feel weird to you watching it knowing that we have nostalgia on our side? No. No? No. Okay. Okay. Because I get it. I totally get it. I mean, I... everyone's nostalgic for something. Exactly. And I, I get it. Oliver, do not get in Alex's face. <laughs> Please don't make him die but, on podcast. But no, I, 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 like I totally get it. Like you guys are watching it through nostalgia eyes, and okay. you guys are making fun of it too, which is what makes it fun to watch. I think that you have to be able to make fun of it when you're watching it. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. makes sense. If you're listening to this, my cat. Sorry, I'm talking to the cat, not the. <laughs> my cat is is coming out of a nap. Alex is allergic to him, and he wants to be best friends. I know. I'm trying not to pet him. Cats just like really like Alex, which I think is the first thing. He's like, I can't pet you. He's giving you like mad crazy love eyes right now. Oh, 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 oh okay. The chin my job. Scratchies. Look so, at him. But I yeah, that's that was my take with that movie though. Like, yeah, it's so. It also helps that you guys aren't going to get offended if I make fun of it. Oh fuck no! Not not offended, just be like, it's our movie. You know? I I make fun of it all the time. All the time. So. What's weird is there's so much more out there that has to do with vampires that's actually a lot better from around the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, this was like the, 
Remember how we said, like, Fifty Shades made it okay to read mommy porn in public? Yeah. This is, like, it made publishing houses not afraid to pick up, like, a supernatural- A paranormal-themed yeah. book. And well, run with it. And this was also around the time when it was okay for adults to read YA suddenly because adults didn't touch YA. We wouldn't do that. Because this is a love story and it's, it's got, got folklore it's and all this romance. stuff. romance. But it's, it's... Well, okay, so that's another point in the romance. movie. There's very little actual romance. It's more romantic in the book than it is in any part of the movie. Oh, 100%. And I think that has to do a lot with the chemistry of... Those who are cast. He just flashed his entire butthole to you. I'm yeah, so he did. And cat, cat, the cat. The cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not Alex. That'd be weird. <laughs> We'd have to leave. <laughs> um, we there was this. There's a scene in the baseball section where they're hissing at each other. <laughs> they're all hissing, and I yell out, "They're cats." Pretty much the best scene in the movie. I think when that part happened, that's when I was asking questions. I was like, are they good? Yeah, that was bad? when you had more questions. Um, I, I got intrigued in that. I was like, oh, all right. Oh, I thought the, the family was going to turn on. Okay. No. Uh. No. So, what were you saying before I interrupted you about my cat's butthole? Uh... That was cool to... For adults to read. Oh, we were talking about the folklore. Yeah. Um. So one of the things, <laughs> since Jess and I have started this, we've read some some supernatural and paranormal romances. It's mostly all and I read, it's, too. It's been kind of a conversation in what is acceptable when you change folklore. And so in the movie, we see a lot of examples of like Bella Googling things. Oh, my God. And like stuff like that to, to learn about what Edward is. And it takes her, first of all, it takes her a really long time to come up with a vampire because she keeps going like roundabout through the the, the different old, folklore, like Native American folklore yeah. versus like in other countries in and cold so, ones. Yeah. And so, like, when she's in that scene where she, he's like, say it, what am I? She's like, vampire's like. <laughs> But that's not what you Googled. <laughs> you came to that way late, man. You were looking for the cold one. And so, like, we have all of these, like, little things where the folklore part of it, like, we all kind of accept that folklore is, like, a general correctness for things mm-hmm. or, like, how they're created or how they live or whatever. And so, like, we've got, in our movie, we've got, like, nomadic instead of rogue vampires. Mm-hmm. We've got the thing where their eyes are changing color. We've got the coven, um, yeah, like an actual coven versus you know, just like a group or whatever. Yep. So we've got like all of these things, but then we also <laughs> have like the stuff that just like was made that was clearly just out of convenience. Like Stephanie Meyer needs to explain why they live in Forks. We know vampires aren't supposed to go in the sun. Sure, we get it. But why don't they? Why don't they, according to the movie? Because they sparkle in the fucking sun. Because it looks like you put your best highlight on Edward and shoved him into, like, a spotlight. He looks like he walked into a 90s, like, mid to late 90s Claire's. Oh, yeah, and just, like, smeared Body glitter. Body everywhere. glitter. Like, did, gold body glitter. Did the sparkling effects get better as the movies went on, though? No. Oh. I feel like they actually maybe got worse. Yeah. Like, that one where they go to Italy, and she's, like, stopping him for, like, committing In suicide. New Moon, and he walks out shirtless, and his face raised to the sun so that the sun will it's hit him. It's really weird. For a festival celebrating the vampires, mind you. It's just like revealing themselves would get them killed by the the Volturi, Volturi. the bad vampires, which are like in charge. But over in there. normal just... in normal vampire vampire lore, we know that if the sun touches them, they're going to burn. They like burn or it like burns them, and they burst into they don't, flames. Yeah, if you're like true blood vampires. <laughs> like varying levels of the sun will harm you, not it'll make you shiny. Yeah, and then well, and then we were talking about too about the difference of how the vampires are created here, because here they just have a venomous bite and they bite you, and then three days later, surprise, you're a vampire. And it's the most painful, torturous thing you've ever experienced in your life. Yeah. Whereas we're used to the exchange of blood. It's like I explained to you how they usually take most of every all the blood out, and then they give you yeah. their vampire blood, and that's how you turn. 
But it's kind of a convoluted story here. We read, was it last year, the year before last, we did the Lindsay Sands? Yeah. And yeah. those are Atlantean vampires. Which, like, what we were saying was, like, if you're going to change the, like, commonly accepted story of, like, how they came to be, you have to do something, like, way out, like, way out there, and that would be their, like, a weird genetic mutation from Atlantean people. And we're like, oh, sure, okay, we accept we it. We were 100% on board with that. We're like, Atlanteans? First of all, it's yeah. a way cooler explanation. Here, we're like, they sparkle in the fucking sun. What was the other thing on here that I was like, that doesn't make sense? Though. Oh, the... They take pictures of Edward all the time, and we can see James in every mirror in the ballet, in the ballet studio. But we know that vampires don't have reflections, and they don't show up in... Well, you know how that could have been fixed. She's just asking all these vampire questions. Like, oh, no, that's that's not real. Is that what they were doing when they but, were like, in the tree? I hope so. <laughs> and I know that like, in Why other books we've read, it oh. is like that. Oh, it's... It, that's, that's just the lie that they made up. In that we, the you know, trick. Like they could, they could have just fixed. They could have easily just inserted that in the movie and be like, "No, we sparkle. We can take pictures. We're in the mirrors. Everything else is bullshit. Don't listen to them." And Which you see in other movies. Yeah, they try. They even newer it. Marvel movies or like Star Wars, where they say like, "That's not really true. It's this instead." And then everyone's like, "Oh, that was a lot in Harry Potter too." Oh, yeah. Like, would you yeah, guys yeah. have accepted that? that. Like, yeah, if we had a scene where he was like, let me explain all of it. Well, it's like when she walks into his house and he, she's like, it's so light and open. And he's like, were you expecting coffins and moats? Yeah. Yeah, see? And she's like, no. Which was probably arguably one of the funniest lines that wasn't meant to be funny in Out, that movie. Outside of um, Charlie Swan that cleaning, poor, his, poor cleaning his shotgun while he meets the boyfriend. <laughs> With two 40s in front of him, by the way. Fuck yeah. He's the chief of police. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. But like, gross. They're both white. I am team Charlie Swan the whole way. I was team Edward when I was younger. Team Charlie now. I didn't have like a team that I picked and stuck with. Mostly because I'm Twilight. also a parent and I feel his pain. Charlie's? Yeah. Oh, okay. Where I'm like, I too have a teenage daughter and I too don't know how this works. <laughs> I have Fair. a daughter. Uh, uh, she, we share a bathroom. <laughs> I gave her two shelves. <laughs> and a Kohl's bedspread. Please don't leave me, daughter. <laughs> I just got I think you that's back. basically like that the was... plot of most of this movie. Well, yeah, well, because you were like, was like why uh. would you just let her leave? It's like, I'm like, I think he's just afraid he's he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, because Bella's leaving for purposes of not being eaten as someone's meal. Okay, so that's another thing that we talked about throughout this movie. Like, we understand, like, I don't think I've ever read a vampire story where they have, like, an actual mate. Like, where they have a destined mate or a fated mate type thing. Well, the Lindsay Sands did. I just think it's not, it's more unusual because I know, like, werewolves do. Yeah. Like, all of that kind of stuff, right? And so in this one, when Edward is like, you're irresistible to me because of the smell of your blood, but then everyone wants her what blood. Does, what does and the it's scary like, vampire... What secret do we not know? Is she part something else that is, like, super attractive to them? Because that would be an acceptable reason for all of them to want to drink well, her blood. If you think about it, too, so... In the second movie, when Jacob finds out that he's a werewolf, not a werewolf, but a shapeshifter, or whatever, um, his he stinks. He smells like wet dog to the vampires. Mm-hmm. And Bella, what does Arrow say? La tua cantante, or whatever he says. He giggles. If you're ever wondering how terrible the writing is, no. Stephanie Myers wrote that the big, bad, evil vampire who runs all of the vampires giggles. Arrow giggled. What? Children giggle. Innocent people giggle. Dr. Evil giggles. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Just Arrow. Saying. Arrow giggles, just an FYI. But like he's talking about how his her blood sings to him. That's what that means. But okay, so But why is this sing was, to anybody else? If this is a traditional sci fi paranormal series, mm-hmm. further in, like book three or four we would have found out that she's actually part whatever it is. Something else on top she's of She's part something that makes her, like, hella attractive to all the vampires. Like, Laura Delacour, or whatever her name is. Yeah. She's part Vila in Harry Potter. Right. And so, like... Deep cut. 
They, yeah. You can't keep putting about how everyone is infatuated with this hella boring lady. <laughs> and then not explain why her blood is so attractive to, like, everybody. She's When Edward can't read her thoughts. And I'm like, because she has That's none. That's the other thing. Why can't he read her fucking thoughts? Because she has none. Okay. In the movie and in the book, though, if he can tune out everybody else and focus in on one person, what is what about her is so special that he can't read her thoughts? It's because if they were fated mates or destined mates, he should be able to. Then do that he would be able to do that. So what is she? She's a like shield. a weird old mermaid or something. <gasps> what if Bella like a, a Norse mermaid, like a siren, or something like something weird? Let right? Let me tell you how into that I would have been. Fuck Team Edward. Fuck Maybe team that's Jacob. why she likes the sun, because then she's never wet. And then she can't turn into a mermaid. Oh my god, it's H2O. Have you ever seen those? <laughs> okay, I got really sidetracked. But I just, the inconsistency always bothers me in no, like, any book we read. Mm-hmm. And so the inconsistency that was still portrayed in the movie was something I have trouble getting over. Do you think that if they had had a bigger budget and they didn't go directly off of the book, it would have been a better movie? Yes. I think they could have really done like a Riverdale kind of feel revival. Okay. Where like maybe they use actors that don't hate the book or maybe they use actors that actually fit the part of the characters. Like, I'm sorry, but I know Bella's like a really boring person Uh in the book. But on screen, when we're looking at someone who's supposed to be a protagonist, because if you ask me who is the most intriguing person in here, it would be Edward, hands down. And he's not the main character. He's kind of a dick, too. Okay, so we also talked about that a little bit as we're watching. He does come off as, like, a huge dick. And we know he is, like, really full of himself from reading parts of Midnight Sun. 40 pages of Um, Midnight Sun. (laughs) But we also know that what he's attempting to do is, like, lie. But he's also really bad at lying. God, he's the worst liar. But you think he'd be good after being like, you know, right. hundred years old. But he's I think it's because he's like flustered because of her. That's the only explanation. I'm not defending the poor writing and the poor choices. No. But I'm saying that is the only thing that would make sense to me. I just there's you, so much going on. Do you think if the budget was bigger, it'd be better? Yeah. I think also if they just didn't follow the fucking book to a T. If they had said this book is too simple, simple, too simple, let's expand on it. Yeah. Considering that we have series and movies that come from people who literally created their own languages, I feel like there could have been a lot more effort in both the book and the movie. I'm wondering how much power or say Stephanie Meyer had in the screenplay, though. Oh, see, see, she could be the one who held everything back. She has a whole scene in the movie too. Do you think she placed herself? She's like, I want to be in the coffee shop or whatever. She's in this one and she's in the wedding. She wanted to be in a like a Stanley capacity. Is that what it is? Bitch, she'll never be Stanley. But that maybe was her thought. Last night I cried watching Stanley walk up to Chadwick Boseman in this fucking movie. I was like, they're both dead. But that's so sad. I don't think budget would have helped. No? Screenplay. I think if they had a bigger budget, they also would have had to recast everybody. Is oh, the problem 100%. too? Like, and it's not even like not all of the actors in this are actually bad actors. That's the problem. No, like it's the the direction they're given. I think is what makes it bad. Yeah, because like I was saying earlier when we were watching, I was like, "How many times do you think they had to do that scene before they got Edward like crushing papers and breathing really hard <laughs> when he first smells her?" Because I feel like they'd be like, "Pretend you smell something." You don't like, and he's probably like really good at that. They're like, no, but like, like you uncontrollably want to murder what you smell, and he's like, oh, okay, and then that's what we got. The look on Alex's face when that happened, he's like, what the fuck is happening right now? Because yeah, it's weird. It's and well, he's not a bad actor. No, because like you just said, you watched Tenet, right? Yeah, he's good in that. Yeah, he's good he's in most. Re- He's a very good actor. I like them in Harry Potter, even though he's only in one movie. He's but only he in one movie. Fantastic. But, uh, but like, like I said, watching Tenet, I was like, I remember, I was like, oh, Robert Pattinson's in it. That's right. And then 
I thought it'd be a small. I didn't. I didn't know much about the movie because I purposely ignored it. You know, because yeah. I didn't want to know. And then after I watched, it, I was like, "He's a good actor." And then watching this, I'm just like, "What the fuck happened?" I don't know. Has Kristen Stewart changed at all as an actress? Um, I'm gonna be honest. I don't really watch things that she's in. Well, what was the last thing I I think I she's trying to do her. some, like, edgy roles and stuff like that. Like, yeah. to try so she's not typecast. She also had, like, a lot of problems. Not problems. Um, difficulty. Well, I guess that's the same thing. But, like, when she was coming out. Oh, yeah. A lot, I think, was really, really difficult for her. Well, and that was happening right after the scandal of her cheating on um, Robert Pattinson with that other director dude from the Huntsman movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was that a was, thing. That was also very strange. So, like, I would say I don't know her as an actress. I haven't yeah. seen. I haven't seen. She did a new. She was in the new Charlie's Angels. I didn't see that. And I didn't see she that. She was either. whatever that underwater. Wait, movie she thing was in was. something we watched that I didn't hate. What? Uh, where she is a lesbian, and she goes home for Christmas. A lesbian. And- and her girlfriend's family doesn't know she's a lesbian. Is that the holiday movie on Hulu yeah. with Dan Levy? Yeah, and he's, like, the really, like, overly supportive gay friend. Still haven't watched it. Okay, so me and my sister watch that because sometimes we, like, watch terrible things when we're really bored. As you Or, like, really good things that make us cry. I don't know. But, like, so we (laughs) try that around Christmas time, and it's actually, like, a pretty good movie, and that's probably the most relatable Kristen Stewart has ever been in anything I've ever seen. Okay. I might have to watch that later. I don't This is me falling back. I don't know how much how much say Stephanie Meyer had in the movie also. I can picture the director wanting to do something else, and she's like, no, this is how I wrote it in the book. You got to do it like the book. And that might actually be a really good point and be really true, because if you watch the other movies, it doesn't improve a whole lot. No. Like, it's pretty – the baseline is really set in this first one, and then regardless of who's directing, it's kind of the same – process like they do spend more for special effects i'll give them that because like the special effects in this were like they used like the speeding up thing on their editing equipment when he's like running or something you know what i mean and so i could see that as being like a big problem like they're like listen we gotta make this like more appealing to teenagers and stuff and she's like no can't do it. So it looks like they have her credited as a writer, but they have her as the novel Twilight, not as the screenplay. Mm-hmm. So I would say she's probably got some kind of pull because it's her works at this point. But also, can we talk about how Stephanie Meyer always said, the book came to me in a dream. What kind of bullshit dream were you having? I have a dream pretty frequently that... Yosemite explodes and we have to go to Kansas and Dwayne the Rock Johnson saves us in a helicopter. I'm not writing that book. Maybe you should. You know, it probably is, but I've never seen that movie. (laughs) But I do know that the lava is surrounding us and it's getting real hot and Dwayne the Rock Johnson comes in in his ginormous helicopter and saves us all. Just from watching this movie and just hearing you guys talk, I feel like you guys could have filled in a lot of gaps and made it better. I think it has to, it ha, you know honest honest opinion it had it has like the the structure to be like a good movie. Could it have been better if it was a TV show or British or British? Because British can do low budget stuff and it still comes out like good. They'll have it filmed on a Tuesday. Uh, yeah, <laughs> check your schedule. Tuesday. <laughs> I maybe I like because like and then like there's like why was the dude shirtless like. A, <laughs> Because he's he's that, a no, mad. That, he steals other people's no, clothes. No, that's the studio right there talking. Okay, they like, wanted no. Cam to be half naked. Exactly. But also mm. Eddie Gafegi to be half naked. Exactly. But mm. never Edward because he's a pasty but, white. But they don't. Man. But you know, I'm surprised. That, I'm surprised Stephanie Meyer let chest. that happen. You know, to let them show shoulders too. So Mormons are strictly against I'm just, shoulders. This, you know, just because, like I said, I got intrigued with the whole vampire thing and whatnot, and so I'm just saying, like, it, it could have been better. Okay. Okay. Would you watch the other movies at any point just to see what the fuck happens? Um, or will you sit here when we're done and just have us tell you? Because that's probably the better way. Either or. Know, honestly. <laughs> honestly, this is a series where you don't really need to watch 
the things until the end. Because it's kind of the same story over and over for the next two books. Oh, you really? could literally read the wiki page. And be fine. And be totally Which fine. also just tells us that it's a lot of fluff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Within the actual pages. Like, we always, I always say that as like a thing, like, you just rip out a chapter. This is very much that. You could rip out the two next books and you'll be okay. Oh, 100%. As someone who did read the book in preparation for this, it is all fluff. And it's a lot of um, anything that you think would happen in a natural, like, expectation of a storyline does happen. And that's mm-hmm. how we end up at the end where, like, spoiler alert, they're married and had a baby mm-hmm. and, like, stuff. Like, the only, there's, like, Scary one. baby. Yeah, okay, first of all, why did they not just get a baby? They did, but then they made it a scary robot baby. No, but like that. Why that ba- that scary robot baby is worse than Chucky? In my I, opinion, I feel like I just need to watch really? that movie just for that. Part. No, just look up look up Renesme. Renesme. That's what they named it's their just baby. Renee and Esme put together. together. But like, there's one because plot it's their twist. mother's names, Alex. Yeah. You just you just saw Renesme. How do you feel? That's creepy. Is it worse than Chucky? It's on par. <laughs> but I know Chucky's gonna kill me. Renesme might also kill you. She's that vampire. No, it looks like she's gonna stare at me like all awkward, like Edward did. In the, Her father. In, the, in, the, in like you know, just like and I'm like, uh, yeah. That sounds about right. Can I help you? Just no words, and I'm like, yeah. So there's only like <laughs> one real plot twist at the end that you wouldn't predict, and that's the imprinting where Jacob imprints on the unborn, like on the baby, on the baby, which is. Also weird because he's a shapeshifter, not a werewolf, and they, in general terms, werewolves don't find their mate, like their faded mate, until they're of age, anyways. Yeah. Um. So that's like weird too. Have you seen the theory that Jacob is only in love with Bella because she is carrying the egg that will eventually become Renesme? Yeah. That is the funniest theory I have ever heard in my like, life. Like, that would be, like, way different imprinting. Because shouldn't he also then Ugh. be kind of in love with Edward since he's the one carrying the sperm that will eventually become <laughs> Renesme? I don't think that's allowed in Mormon literature, Jessica. And tell me I'm wrong. I don't think that's allowed by the church. <laughs> A lot of things aren't allowed by the church. Do you think when so. Edward and Bella got married, they got married in the temple and had to wear special underwear? No, because it wasn't written as a Mormon thing. It was written as a vampire thing. Whatever. I know. I know. I know. A Mormon church rolling in that twilight money. Which is crazy to think of, right? It's really weird. Do we have anything else we want to talk about? Are we done with this bullshit movie that I'm still in love with in a weird nostalgic way? I know. We've tortured Alex a lot today. How do you feel? Are you at least happy we fed you pizza? It's fun to hang out. It's fun to hang out, watch Fair movies. Enough. I made fun of it. You guys have to understand that I Alex... I questioned a lot. Yeah. You have to understand that Alex is one of the most chill dudes ever. <laughs> He's just kind of go with the flow. He's like, yeah, I'll fucking do that. That's yeah. fine. That's, isn't that how it started? Yeah. You guys were talking about that, and I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds that's pretty cool. So you want to watch it? Why not? Uh, we were literally at garage night. Yeah. We are discussing it, and you're like... Okay, I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. And that's how you're here. So I think I says, like, why don't you guys like do the same thing we do? He's like, oh, no, no, it's cool. And I'm like, I'll watch it with you guys. And all right. I'm like, yeah, that sounds cool. We didn't want to steal your podcast idea. Totally fine. It's still weird, but <laughs> we covered a movie and that's what matters. Yeah. That's what counts. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, soundtrack wasn't bad. How about that? Oh, uh, the Twilight soundtracks slap. I'm just okay. They slap. They <laughs> slap. would have been made better with the addition. Of Ed Sheeran, who didn't exist when these were made to movies. I will forever say that. I did make fun of When I sang to you guys, you thought it was good. Okay. <laughs> I also laughed because I was like, um, I thought of Shape of You. Okay, but that would not have been appropriate for their prom dance <laughs> outside under the light. Can you imagine, though, that transition? He's like, shall we? And he goes to dance and it's like, burr, dun, dun, burr, dun, burr, burr. I'd be like, what? <laughs> That's not right. Oh, no, I started singing a Lincoln Park song, too, and she's, the like, Lincoln in her Park. room all by herself. And I was like, um, what what Lincoln Park album does she have in that CD player? She started singing Crawling. <laughs> that would have been great. Now, if you, if you don't have the nostalgia that I do and that Kat does and that Alex does not have, good on you. 
if you do have it, also good on you. It is what it is. We will say if you want like a an okay YA romance with a little bit of Stockholm Syndrome and a little bit of gaslighting and a whole lot of nonsense. And a lot of manipulation. Then like you could read this whole series or just watch the, the movies because even though they're not very good movies, they still follow the books. They align better than Ender's Game aligned. Oh. We'll put it that way. Because if you've seen the Ender's Game movie, you're like, <sighs> that's another uh, different podcast that we will end up inevitably it. making. I hate it. Alex and I's new podcast adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Book to movie adaptations that were bullshit. Um, Kat, do you want to announce what next month's theme is? Since you're the one who picked it. <laughs> oh no, is it pirates? It's pirates! Yeah, so we have a theme for, you know, everything. And uh, September is going to be pirates and October is going to be paranormal. We'll get that book list out to everyone so they can read before our, our recordings are released. I know we talked about it while we did Flowers in the Attic, but I forgot. Mostly because I was trying to pretend like Flowers in the Attic never fucking happened. Yeah, don't read that. We will not be watching that adaptation. No. That's a movie? That's two movies. What? There's one from the 70s and there's one from like 2014. It's like what? 80, it's like 80 something in 2014. Alex is freaking out because we told all of our friends the basic plot of Flowers in the Attic and freaked everyone out and they're like, "But why are you reading it?" It was Well, cuz it's terrible. Oh no, it was more like someone made a that made, that, that was a book. Twice. They oh made the movie gosh. twice. 1987 and 2014. Oh, I still yeah, have the notes. Oh my god. Um it's bad. So what we're we, going to burn them. I will make... We are going to burn them. I have them right here. We could go light them on fire right now if you wanted to. Just real jazzed about it. <laughs> Post a picture on Twitter. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, so we are going to get... I will make up a little list of everything so that you yeah. guys can read before we record. See if you agree with us instead of being like, Ugh. <laughs> Maybe I won't read that, but now you can read it. Um, we're going to go ahead and go... Fucking old school for the first pirate. Yeah, how did we choose these? I just Googled and checked different websites until I found something where I could read the description and it didn't sound horrible. Same. Because I was really worried after looking on the Harlequin pages. Yeah. That that was the one where I told you there's like a weird alien spaceship captain who is the pirate. I don't know, whatever. Anyways, go ahead. So um, we're going to be reading our first ever Julie Garwood. We're going to read Guardian Angel. Oh my god, I bought it and it's like huge because it's two books in one. Oh, you got the two books in one? Yeah. Mine's kind of thin. Because it was like way cheaper than buying the actual book. Oh, that's weird. I know. Alex, do you want to read a romance novel with us? It's piratey. It's piratey. Uh, (laughs) It's a little bodice rippery. I don't... I don't how much, know. How much time do I have? <laughs> we don't, we can't guarantee it's good either. I, I can give you uh, t- my perspective on it, and it might be me questioning a lot of things. We will not force it on you, I promise you. I <laughs> yeah. You. yeah. So I decided we were going to go old school with it, so join us next time as we read and review Guardian Angel by Julie Garwood. Yep. And until then, remember, bad bitches read romance, and in this case, also watch it. And also Alex. And also Alex. Hey. Alex is an honorary bad bitch today. Yay. (laughs) Finally. So, uh, yeah, until next time, we'll talk to you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.